Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I deal with like anxiety, right? You know what I'm saying? Anxiety issues and stuff like that. So sometimes when you want to say stuff, you just, there's so much things going on. Like you just don't know how to control your emotions at that very point. You know, there's been times where like I've, you know, like really like lost it and just spazzed out on like close ones. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's really difficult to control at times. Yes, yes, y'all. This is your boy, Kale. Hey, everybody. This is Claremont II. My name is Mac Davis. What up, what up? This is Boy Wonder. This is August Regal. This is Jade Ang. You're not rocking with your man, Tona Tancredi. Hey, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Pluto. Hey, what's good? This is Little Sims. What's happening, y'all? This is Dame Fonte. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. It's The Come Up Show. This is a show that you come up on. Yeah. This is a spot that you come up strong. You heard Hey, welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. My name is Cheddar. I'm the host and founder of the Come Up Show. And my guest today is Cavalli. We interviewed him earlier this year where he talked about his beliefs on why patience is a talent, why if you have a plan B, he feel like you failed already. Uh, this time around, we caught up with Cavalli about his brand new project, Carpe Diem that a song of his ended up on Snoop Dogg's official Spotify playlist. We talked about the brand new album, his growth in the past year, and so much more. Cavalli on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go! Please introduce yourself. I go by the name of Cavalli. I know. Yeah, I've been, I've been so caught up. I've been, I've been so caught up. Uh, I've been, I've been, look. You know I got this love for you, love for you. This here forever, go through all of the above for you. Even when you got enough, find that drug to you. And if you need some more, you know I got that plug for you. But you got your options, cause you told me you can't wait no more. Then I do the same, we play that game till we can't take no more. Spend your time alone, a nigga heard that you been drinking more. I stopped by your condo just to check you, cause a nigga gotta know what it is for sure. Tell me all the reasons lately you've been at your low. This is all familiar to you. You've been here before, like we both know where this conversation's about to go. I'm a 25-year-old rapper, producer, songwriter, actor. You are actor? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, what what acting have you done? Well, I've done um, theater. Um, I was in this play called Dis. It was a few years back, and we traveled. Dis, like? Yeah, D-I-S-S. Okay. And we um, traveled, you know, the whole city just doing um shows in different locations or whatever it was pretty cool um what was I, like the premise of the of the of this it was just like did you play i was a troubled youth you know so i was playing that whole um kid that got into trouble and all that you know all that stuff it was pretty cool though you know um to do something like that mm-hmm. you know experience something like that um, and then I took it to, I was in um, Chasing Mayhem. I don't know if that came out already, but it was um, it's pretty much based off a, a actual person. In, what, well, what, what is Chasing Mayhem? Like a, a movie, a theater? Or what it's is a it? documentary. A documentary, yeah. okay. Chasing Mayhem. And who is it based on? Um, I think Mayhem, Mar- what's his name? Mayhem. 
the rapper? Yeah, the rapper. Me and Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They did a documentary on me and they, Moriarty. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah, so. And it's based on his life. Yeah. Okay. And you were me? Like, you were no, playing? I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I was, just, I was just a character in it, you know. That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool. And so that's, whoa. Well, thank you for telling us that. So how do you, like, tell me about that a little bit because... Uh, you know, most of us, like, if we did theater stuff, it's like high school or elementary or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot of people. I haven't talked to a lot of people who have actually been a, in a production like that. What is that like behind the scenes? And, like, uh, what can you take from that in in an artist being in a musician? I would just say preparation, you know. Um, it's, like, it's super hard because you got to remember that these things are live, right? So... It's just like you can't mess up. And if you do mess up, you have to figure out a way to cover it up, right? So, I mean, like, when you take it into, like, artistry, it's just like, yeah, preparation, just knowing how to be on point for performance and, like, projecting your voice and stuff like that, just blocking on the stage. There's a whole bunch of things that go into it, but... That that must translate to your live show, though, like, as a as a as an artist performing live on stage. Yeah. It also, you know, helps dealing with crowds, you know, because... How do you deal with crowds in the city of Toronto that, you know, we're not going to call it a screw-face capital anymore. Or some people are saying that's changing, but this city is tough in terms of, like, if you're a new artist and people, the people don't know you and you're opening, say, for somebody else, to win them over is not the easiest thing in the world. Like, how, how do you deal with that? Um, originally, I hated performing. Hmm. Yeah. I was just more of the stage guy. fright kind of not even like, a stage yeah. fright it was just like I just really like making the music you know what I'm saying and then performing it was just a whole another thing for me so it took some time to like really figure it out and I'm still figuring it out right um but I mean you can't really focus too much on the crowd you know what I'm saying you got to obviously interact but it's just like you just got to give the best damn performance you can give. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they'll fall in love, especially if the music's right. So that's mm -hmm. how I view it. Like, like, do you mean like put your heart and soul into it and they'll see that and they'll be like, oh my yeah. God, this guy's going hard. Just believing in your craft. You know what I'm saying? That shows if you truly believe in it, people will see it and they'll relate and they'll feel it. Engaging is definitely important, though. Yeah. You can't be the type of rapper that's looking at the ground or, like, your whole hand is on the microphone, it's muffled, or, like... I mean, it's, it's like, super awkward staring at somebody for, like, a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. sometimes I'll do that, you know, I'll just stare at one person. It's just, like... They're like, yo, why is he looking yeah, at me? Yeah, it's just, like, it's, why is it, this gets, it gets super weird. <laughs> Especially those intimate moments in the music yeah. when you just got to, like, really talk to, like, one specific person okay. so they can feel, you know... Mm -hmm. feel what the music's trying to say but it's cool it's cool okay uh new record is out yeah carpe, carpe dm carpe dm yeah how long have you been working on this record in terms of time wise wise and like getting it out to the world about a year okay like i after genius yeah i would say i started a month after genius Whoa. pretty soon and then pretty much like things were just happening you know, in the midst of me working on it. And it kind of slowed me down and, you know. But overall, I would say it took about a year, a year to, to, to finish. 
And what would you say like uh, really motivated you to start working on the record right away after you released your genius? We count you count that as an official album or mm, no? Mm. I don't even just know. A where I, yeah, just, it's just a project. Yeah, because things are so blurred now. Just me testing the waters. Okay, that was much. the first official offering though, yeah. to the world. Um, usually, people want to like maybe you know just freestyle or just put something out, but you like started re- recording the next album. Like what? Made you want to like say I I need to get on the next thing right. Well, it away. wasn't really like me saying I was gonna record an album. Yeah. I don't even like calling albums. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it was more so me just like okay, I want to keep the momentum going. You know what I'm saying? So I, I started working on a few stuff, and then you know those just turned into like solid songs, and I just kept going and kept going, and then I just had this body of work. But usually when I get to that stage, I would like literally go back and add things and take out things, and I don't. My process is just a little bit more difficult than than the average, I would think. But you what, know, what makes you say that your process is more difficult than the average? Cause I I really don't I really don't just like to make songs and just put it out. You know what I'm saying? Like I really sit there and I'll I'll really like be with my my peoples and be like, yo how do we make this better? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this is dope, how do we take it to the next level? How do we make this the best it could possibly be? You know what I'm saying? And we sit there and we literally try to figure it out. And, and you know, that takes some time. You know what I'm saying? How do you, how do you get over those points? Maybe when you might have a block or just frustration or you're just like stuck on something. How do you deal with that? I step away from it. You know, I just, I just step away from it and, I give it time. I let it breathe. You know, like when you force things, that's when, you know, it's just, it's, it's not organic, you know? So I just step away from it and I work on other things or I do other things. And then usually when I come back to it, it's just like, ah, okay, I got it. The light bulb goes off. So it's just like, you know, and we'll definitely continue to talking more about that. But I want to say uh, you were on, Snoop Dogg's Spotify playlist? How does <laughs> how does something like that happen? I don't know. That's Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lions, like the guy Snoop has got Uncle, you on a playlist. That's Uncle Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um people are just reaching out and they're just like, Hey, you're on Snoop's playlist. I'm just like, damn, you know, that's that's a iconic figure, you know what I'm saying? That's Snoop Dogg or Snoop Lion, whatever he calls himself now, but you know, yeah, I was surprised. It was unexpected, but you know, I'm I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy people are are hearing the music and drawn to it, and you know, liking it. Yeah, what what has uh, the reaction been? It's only been what? How many days? A week or two weeks or a week? A week, yeah. yeah so, what's the week. feedback and reaction that you're getting from people so far? You know, some people say it made them emotional. Some people say they love it. You know, and. You know, just good feedback. You know, I haven't really heard any bad feedback from it. Um, what What do you take? What do you say when somebody say, "Hey, it made, this made me emotional. This song made me cry. This song reminded me of this." Like, what do you like? What that has happened? Where yeah. like, you know, I was playing. Tell my, me. I was Tell playing my music. Um, because yeah. usually what I do is before I put something out, I'll play the full thing for people, and um, I played it for a few females and. Um, one of them started tearing up and she was just, you know, saying that she could relate to the songs. And um, 
well, the second half of the project, I should say, the more emotional side of it. And she was just saying, you know, she could relate to it. And, you know, she felt it. And, you know, when I saw that, I was just like, you know, this is what I do this for. You know what I'm saying? To to connect with people and to bring out those emotions out of people and for people to hear the stories and, and relate to it. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool, man. That was cool. I, I wonder what you uh, what your reaction is like. There's probably an external reaction you have and maybe internal reaction when you see, like, say, a female crying to a song that you made. And, like, you might be like, oh, like, giving her a tissue box or, like, yo, what's going on? But inside <laughs> you might be like, yes, I did it, I did it. <laughs> like, what are you, what, what's what's the thoughts that are going in there internally and how are you acting as well, too, when somebody cries to, off your music? To be honest with you, I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, man... This person's lying, man. They're lying. Yeah. I was like, you're, you're lying to me, man. Yeah. You don't have to lie to me, but, you know. Oh, because some, some girls, to be nice, they could do that as well, too. They can turn it on like a they light bulb. They just turn it on, man. Yeah. It's crazy. So, you know. Oh, but. man. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you're, it may not be true, but that's where your mind's going. You're exactly. like, yo, this girl's got to be crying. Just She just wants me making me feel you good. You just make me feel good about myself. It's cool, though. <laughs> You know, you know how they do it. But are, it's you, cool. are you that critical of your work? That yeah, yeah, super critical, super critical. It annoys people. Like that's how critical I am. Why, know, why do you, why do you, why do you think it annoys people? Like it's just like they're like, man, it's it's a dope body of work. I'm just like, ah, it could be better. You know, I could have did this better. I could have done that better. It's just like, come on, man. Like this this is dope. This is super dope. And I'm just like, you know. Yeah, but, and it's always the but, and everybody's just like, ah, he's never satisfied. I'm just like, mm. So uh, that's a good, because how, and then how do you then decide when, okay, because if you still, you always have those criticisms when something is ready to be let out there and re released. Like, like is this somebody forcing you to say, like, your manager saying, yo, no, we got to Not even my manager. It. Um, My right hand dude, Arian Knight, you know, he'll... <laughs> There's been times where we're like in the studio. I like I drive him crazy. He's your producer. Yeah. Yeah. I drive him super crazy, and he'll he'll just be like, "Man, we've been on this song for two weeks straight. Like, we need to wrap it up." And I'm just like, "Yeah, but we gotta add this, this, that." He's just like, it's not needed. Trust me. Damn. It's just like that I, must be frustrating. Has yeah. he thrown things at you or like <laughs> done anything? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> pretty sure he he's wanted to a few times but so genius is like a little more than a year ago is that correct last october last october so yeah, yeah. a year and a, and a couple of months uh carpe diem's out now so tell me like um what's happened since then and how you grew as an artist and as a person what you've been through um because you said it represents a closing chapter of your life and i want i want you to you know tell me more about that during the process, you know, just a lot of things happen in life. You know what I'm saying? Ups and downs, of course. Everybody goes through it, but it was just, like, specific things that were happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just changing and, like, people really turning their backs on me. You know what I'm saying? And, like, people I consider friends just, you know, acting different. Family members acting different. And um, there's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure um you gotta understand like my mom pretty much came to canada before i was born so 
you know, when I was born, she was like doing multiple jobs and, you know, working different places. She's never had like a stable job, you know. She's an immigrant, so, um, you know, she's been working literally super hard her whole life, you know what I'm saying, just so we can have a better life. And it's just almost like when you see somebody work that hard, it's just like how do you how do you repay them, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's that pressure I put on myself, like something's got to happen, you know what I mean? Something's like legit has to happen. I got to make it work for my family, you know what I'm saying? And all these situations and all this pressure, you know, it just, I needed somewhere to, you know, express it. And that's where the music came from, you know. And I, I definitely, you know, my parents are also immigrants as well. Mm-hmm. We see the, how hard they work and like, you know, the things that they're, they're able to do without maybe any education. Um, some of them maybe haven't even completed high school, right? Um some of them are learning English when they come here for the first time and like what they're able to do. And you're right. I do feel that with my pops and my moms as well too. Like I got to do even better than them because they came here with nothing exactly. and I got everything because of them. Uh, so you have that pressure and where are you applying that pressure to? Is it, uh, you as an artist and any other areas or just like you, like I got to do this music, got to work out. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's just like, she's backed me. You know, in this music yeah. thing a lot. And how is that? Like, what what what's your background? If I might. Um, well, they're from my parents are from Jamaica. You're, you're Jamaican. So, so yeah. um, did you complete high school? I mean, are, yeah. did you go to post secondary? Yeah. You did. Okay, so you did that at least. Yeah. You did the post secondary thing at least before well, you said. No, not really. I kind of stopped. You stopped. Okay, <laughs> midway or like you just beginning. Beginning of yeah. it, and was it because you wanted to do music, or you just weren't feeling post secondary, or I, I wanted to do music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like music, t- it takes a lot of time. You know what I'm saying. And I, I be- I'm a firm believer. It's like you got to be all in, right? See that you're all in, and there's no point. You know what I'm saying. So at this point, I'm all in, and you know, I'm just trying to see where it takes me. And yeah. So when you came to that decision, and then you had to to tell her your mom's and, like. I mean, you didn't tell her. No, I didn't tell her anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you just hit it for a while until she started figuring it. Like, how did that happen? The, the whole, the whole school thing has just been messy for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I was expelled from high school. You know what I'm saying? I had to go and do the whole adult school route to get the rest of my credits, and you know, so it was messy. Like, I'm pretty sure my mom gave up on me. Like, when <laughs> the whole school thing, she just like, she's been like on me about school since I was like in middle school well obviously earlier but you know I was always causing trouble in school and stuff like that so as soon as like I got expelled from high school she was just like you know getting older man I can't be stressing this no more I can't be you know so my decisions after that were my decisions right so music is just all I got right now all you got right now and um so what does your the mom think now about the music and what you're doing. And like, um, it's funny because, um, you know, be- before I started the come up show, I was just like an average student or whatever. But then mm. when I started the come up show, I, I switched up in terms of like my focus. Like I put my time into it. Like I, my hustle, my work ethic yep. and my parents didn't really support this. I was trying to do a radio show or whatever. And like being out later 
all the grind.、Mm -hmm. They didn't understand it. They even tried to get my older cousin to talk me out of it, right? <laughs> Uh, and and he meant everything to me, but I still stuck my guns.、Mm. But then maybe a couple of years into it, when they saw how I was switching up as a person, not maybe going out every weekend and spending money on the bar, rather saving and making a T-shirt and trying to be entrepreneurial, they're like,、yeah. you know, we don't know what this where this is going, but like we see that this guy is focused, so we're just gonna like stay back and see what happens.、Yeah. So where's like, did that similar type of thing happen? With you, man, or what was your story like in there? My mom,、yeah. my mom doesn't understand a damn thing that's going on, man. Like, <laughs> she, she'll just be like, she always hit me talking about like, you've been doing this for so long. How come, you know, your songs aren't on the radio yet? I'm like, there's some, there's a bigger platform than the radio. I'm like, we got the internet now, mom. Like, you know, the internet. She just like, she doesn't really. You know she's not internet savvy, so she doesn't really understand like how things work in the internet world. So, you know, if it's not on the radio, you didn't make it. So, I'm just. So she's looking for those traditional metrics of success, basically. Yeah, yeah, I got to win like a Grammy or a Juno or something. She's got to see the results. Yeah. But what about? Or、uh, I got to. I just got to bring money to her, and then I made it. But <laughs> other than that, you know. But she does. She recognize though maybe the like your hustle. Like if you were like a troublesome kid who's getting expelled from high school, and now you're in the studio putting work in, or like I wasn't troubled. Some I was misunderstood. <laughs> okay, let's just talk about that. It's just you know a lot of people. You do say you're misunderstood. Yeah, I'm misunderstood all the time, man. By not only your moms, but more like a lot of, by other people as well too, or just your moms, or like. By, Are you generally by, a misunderstood by, yeah, person? Yeah, I'm generally a misunderstood person.、Okay. I think my problem is like I'm super passionate, so the way I may say things sometimes may come across the wrong way. But I have good intentions, so、um, I think that's the bulk of it. But I mean, like. So what? You, well, why are you misunderstood? Like, are you saying things in the wrong tone or something? Yeah. Or? Most of the times, yeah, yeah. like ang anger or I, I wouldn't say anger. Okay, it's passion. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Can be taken in so many ways. Yeah. What are you a Gemini or something like that? Yeah, I'm yeah. A Gemini. How did, how did you know? How did you know that? I just yo, I don't really follow the science thing, but I've been I've been seeing people say yo, that person must be a Gemini. Like like Kanye, for example, is a Gemini, right?、Yeah. Like. These people who are very passionate and all, very all the, all the greats are Gemini's. Yeah, I just want to put that out there. Gemini's are the greatest sign ever. I can give you a list. You know, go ahead. All right. <laughs> you know, we got Kanye, we、yeah. got Biggie, we got Tupac, Andre 3000, Lauryn Hill. That's a, that's the top so five. So describe for me because I like I said I don't follow it closely, but I've been I've been seeing people say though that that person must be a Gemini. And I'm like, and I keep hearing that. So what are I guess the characteristics of a Gemini? Loving, caring,、um, funny, witty. Okay, you're saying all good things. There's got to、huh? be some some nah, other, other things as well too. I don't know the、good. bad things. You know, a lot of people could tell you the bad stuff, but I don't believe it. They always want to say like, you know, we're we're bipolar. One minute we're happy, one minute we're mad. It's just like, man, it's not true. We're, we're good people. So the things that you're passionate about is it like obviously there's the music.、Mm -hmm. What other areas outside of music are you passionate about? That you know. Family. Okay. Family and、um, just anything I put my mind to. 
I'm passionate about it. I wish I had your mom sitting right here and tell me the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be that'd be an interesting podcast. Uh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the album Carpe Diem. You said you wanted to expose your emotions and feel more vulnerable. Uh, I want to know, like, uh, how do you balance that? Like, how do you maybe? Like, what is it like being vulnerable on a record and maybe saying, like, is this too much or should I cut back on this? Like, how do you come to that decision? I, I don't know. I just don't. There's really no there's no limit to it. You know, I don't really, like, think too much about it. It's just, like, whatever I want to say at that moment, I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? There is no, like, maybe I should pull back on this a little bit. Um, But, yeah, there's no, there's no limit. So it's more of, like, an organic, organic like, yeah. what you feel in the moment yeah exactly but you haven't had moments where you're like mm, this may really make this person mad or this may really offend I don't, my political I, connects I don't care I honestly don't care <laughs> like if I was if I'm at that point where I'm rapping about it then it's past that line already you know what I'm saying so if I keep it inside me then you know like it's not gonna do any good so mm -hmm. I might as well just put it out there and just whatever happens after that happens Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about the drive and motivation. I was reading the interview that you did. Uh, you know, when uh, uh, people first come into any creative field, their their motivation, like their drive, is a hundred percent, thousand percent, and they're uh, they're fresh, they're bright eyed, and they say the world is mine. I'm gonna take over. And you were talking about that the drive and the motivation is still there for you, but you'd be lying if uh, you didn't say there's a lot of mess that comes with it. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about when you say there's a lot of mess that comes with it? Um, yeah, like a lot of conversations that me and my uh, manager have, it's just super depressing. It's just like the stuff that you got to do, you know, like with music, there's just a lot of background stuff and like a lot of industry, quote unquote, people. Let's talk about it because this is what this podcast is about. People really need to see what's up, what's going on. So what are the industry stuff that you got to do? No, you got to post this something no. to Instagram this way in this a filter. Okay. So like. it's just like, <laughs> I don't want to talk as if like I'm this big person, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm still local, you know, so I'm still on the come up, but it's just yeah. like, it's super crazy that like, because my manager is well connected, right? So he'll always send my stuff to a few industry cats and he'll get the feedback from them. And it's just like, you got to do this a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Um, By doing this a certain way is when you're recording, making music, or what specific thing you're saying to do this a certain way? The kind of music I make. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, this has to be done a certain way for you to gain this level of success, right? And it's just like, why? Who said that that's the only way for things to be done? It's a headache when you got to really like go through all that and just the politics. And it, it's just, it, it becomes too much. But at the end of the day, like, this is what I signed up for, right? You know, this is what, this is what I love to do, this music stuff. And, you know, and all the stuff that comes with it, I just got to learn how to deal with it and maneuver, you know, maneuver around it and whatever. So it's cool. That's yeah, cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not complaining. I'm not crying about it or no, anything. No, but like, like you know what I'm saying but, you get into music. Usually, people their intentions they get into music is I want to make good music. Mm -hmm. I want to change lives. I want to do something stuff that is authentic to me. I want to put the best product out there possible from my heart. That I just, I just don't want to yeah. chase hits. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they always say like you're as big as your hit, 
do you know how hard it is to put out a hit and then follow up to that hit is very rare and you know that's when you become a one hit wonder and it's just like if i make music and and it catches and people are just like really loving that song that particular song then so be it but i'm not going to be inside of a studio just like all right guys we got to make a hit like what's the hit formula like let's 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 put it together we need this one hit and we're out of here it's just like nah man i'd rather make music that people can relate to you know what i'm saying that somebody down the street you know just had a bad breakup and they can you know put on my music and listen to it and feel like yo i can relate to this guy this guy's going through the same things that i've been going through that's why i felt like songs like hold on you know that's i was gonna ask you about that yeah one of my favorite songs it's a super powerful song you let him go and I can tell you find him, but you gotta hold on to something. Oh yeah, you gotta hold on to something. You gotta hold on to something. Oh, you gotta hold on to something. Oh yeah, you gotta hold on to something. You gotta hold on to something. You gotta hold on to something. I like doing stuff like that because I I like when people hit me up and just like, yo, that song, Hold On, you know, I listen to it every single day and, you know, it gets me through my day. Like, I I have messages like that and it's just crazy because, you know, it's just like, that's a song I made in my, my room, you know what I'm saying, my bedroom. And for it to connect with people like that, that's what matters most to me. Not that's not, what matters the most. Yeah, to you. Not, you may not control the like when that million dollar check or record label, or whatever can comes, but th- what people are saying, hey, this is what I listen to every day, or this is what makes a difference. To numbers, me. Yeah. numbers, all that don't. They, I don't care. I don't care about numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like numbers can be bought. You know what Literally. I'm saying? Literally, yeah, numbers yeah. can be bought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even if it's two hundred people that listen to my music and I touch those 200 people and they felt something when they're listening to my music, that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? I don't really care about anything else. Hmm. Um, that's really interesting because um, there are a lot of people making the same type of music right now. Mm-hmm. In Toronto or how uh, urban music is sounding for lack of a better term. There is a SoundCloud rapper that is a real definition. Um, and trap, sing rapping, all that type of stuff. Like, you know, a lot of people are just, there's these SoundCloud rappers that nobody knows who have, they have th- thousands of listens, hundreds of thousands of listens or whatever. But they're make their reason maybe they're getting there is because that algorithm, SoundCloud algorithm said, hey, they make music like this person. Maybe you should listen to them. But they may probably going to be gone in a year to two years from now. And I guess uh, what di- what makes you different from the rest of these guys? Because your sound is also kind of similar to what's, yeah, it's, it's, what's hot right now. Of course. Yeah. I'm just being me. I'm a person that likes to search for, like, new music. And, you know, I'm, I'm always in on, like, what's hot and, like, the newest artists or whatever. And it's just, like, a lot of people just really just try to be too cool. You know, just try to do that whole too cool thing and, and you know just follow exactly what the next guy is doing you know 
I just like to be me. You know what I'm saying? People, like I said in the, the other interview that we did, like I've been singing and I've been rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like I have tapes from when I was a little boy singing and rapping. So this is not something that I just like, oh, Drake's doing it or this person's doing it. So I'm going to do it too. It's, it's I've been doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't care. Like a lot of people feel like, you know, talking about relationships and talking about, you know, feeling down or, or feeling depressed is, is like a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? You always got to be the turn up king. You always got to be, you know, rapping about females and chains and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Nah. If I had a breakup with a female, I'm going to rap about it. I'm going to sing about it. If I, I don't know, if I signed a million dollar deal, I'm going to rap. I'm going to sing about it. Whatever's going on in my life at the moment, I'm going to rap or sing about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be me. I'm going to keep it real always. I'm not trying to, it's not no gimmick. I'm not trying to create this other character, this like, alter ego where you know like nah it's just 100 percent me all the time so i got the tapes man if anybody wants me to to prove it i, I can do that you call me when you're feeling lonely Took the night off, cleared the schedule for me yeah. I heard them talk about you, girl, I know you're starving But fuck them other bitches, girl, they ain't your homies yeah. Doing 120 on the highway Bumping Fetty, baby, come my way So come and meet me back at my place 401 West Drive, get my mind straight We're gonna pull out some Twitter quotables I went to your Twitter oh account <laughs> I'm, I'm spazzing on Twitter sometimes, man. You can't take me serious on that. I'm gonna have you explain some of these tw- some of these tweets, bro. Right. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, no, these are like some pretty cool ones. Um, f- well, first of all, like let's just talk about this because it's very timely. And you said you're a Gemini. Connie's a Gemini, and we we hear what Connie's going through, mm-hmm. and some of Twitter is like making fun of him right now. Mm-hmm. Considering after all he's done for the culture and all the people who he's he's inspired, um, you know, um, I guess what uh, what would I what would I would say about I, what my question to you is, um, how has Connie influenced you? What have you? How has he inspired you? What have you gotten about Connie? And, and what do you think of the current situation he's in right now? Okay, besides Lil Bow Wow and Ludacris. Um, Kanye was, I would say Kanye was the main reason I started, I got into production. When I heard Through the Wire, man, that changed my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard that and I was just like, yo, who is this guy? Who is this Kanye guy? And I remember like searching him and like finding it. And, you know, I was just like, yo, I want to make beats like this. And immediately, not even like a week later, I was looking for like beat programs to like, program and just make beats the way Kanye was doing it and man he's like he's just influenced not only me but many people many a lot of the the great artists that we're hearing right now have been influenced by Kanye and you know if it wasn't for Kanye I wouldn't have taken my uh, music to another level you know what I'm saying so Kanye's been pretty big Mm -hmm. yeah 
And uh, I guess, uh, and uh, you know, mental health is a real thing that yeah. uh, people are starting to have the conversations about, and especially amongst men. And you know, uh, as black men, sometimes you know we're not encouraged or haven't been to be like vulnerable with our emotions or our health or to talk about it with other people. To and just to like you know get a little bit personal, like I've I deal with like anxiety, right? You know what I'm saying? Anxiety issues and stuff like that. So I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when you want to say stuff, you just, there's so much things going on. Like you just don't know how to control your emotions at that very point. You know, there's been times where like I've, you know, like really like lost it and just spazzed out on like close ones. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's really difficult to control at times. And, you know, so I, I, I understand. And I don't need that. You know, a lot of people on Twitter are talking about, like, oh, Kanye's, Kanye's crazy. Kanye lost it. Now, has Kanye changed? Yes. You know, from college dropout Kanye to, like, Yeezus, um, Life of Pablo Kanye. Of course he's changed. But, like, what do you expect? In life, you grow. You know what I'm saying? You're constantly changing. You're not going to stay the same forever. Has he changed for the worse? I don't know. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll see something he does and I'm just like, ah, I disagree. And sometimes I'll be like, I agree. But, you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, Kanye's crazy or whatever. And I was watching this um, interview with Dave Chappelle and he was just like, the one thing you can't call somebody is crazy, especially if you don't know the situation they're going through. You know what I'm saying? And like, Kanye is the forefront of this industry that he's in, you know what I'm saying? And God knows what's going on, you know, for him to be backlashing and, you know, ranting all the time. Like, you got to really think about it and just be, like, put into perspective. Like, for somebody to be that upset, to rant every single show. To thousands of people To thousands the of world, people, like, basically. He's, yeah. he's trying to say something. It's really deeper, like, and, you know, like, people at the show you know are saying f kanye and chanting f kanye but it's just like the man is going through something it is deeper than rap is deeper than designing is deeper than clothes is deeper than you know this is like really this is a mental issue you know that he's dealing with and you know i mean but the internet's a dangerous place right the internet gives people the freedom of speech to say whatever they want to say before when the internet wasn't so popular you know Nobody had a voice, you know, it was just like if somebody put out a new song or a new album, you had to get your reviews through a magazine, Double XL, Source. Now it's just like you got your, you know, your average person voicing their opinion on, on whatever you're doing. And, you know, it just gives a lot of people, you know, that sit behind a computer or behind their phones, you know, the chance to just say stuff whether whether it's like you know negative mm -hmm. or positive and trolls are supported and like people find trolls hilarious they, they love trolls yeah. like and, and trolls thrive off of like negativity and it's just like the internet's just a super dangerous place man especially like when you have like when you're dealing with like depression and you have like little like mental issues you know the internet's just you can literally say um you know i'm having suicidal thoughts and somebody will hit you up and say, kill yourself. It's just as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like the internet streets are dangerous. How do you handle that as an artist and as a, as a person? Well, as I'm, well, yeah. 
I'm not so big yet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So How I don't you... have to deal with any of that yeah. yet. But yeah. like I I'm I know the bigger I get is the more, you know, comments and you know, negativity and stuff like that's gonna happen. So, you know, but the key to, you know, going through that is just staying away from comments, just staying off the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like the internet world is not real. And it's just like people don't understand that. Like people have different personalities on the internet than what they have in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like on, on the internet, somebody can be super cool, the coolest person ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? This image, and then, this facade that they've created yeah, for themselves then, in their you world. Know, you see them in real life and it's just like, mm-hmm. you're not this person. But that's just me. So you tweeted, like, I think you've kind of talked about this. He said, I hate being told I can't do something. Being boxed in gives me anxiety. Like I said, I have anxiety, right? So it's just like, even if I'm in a crowd of people, like, I just start to feel super paranoid, right? And it's just like, that's the exact same feeling I get when somebody tells me I can't do something. If I want to be a successful rapper and people say, oh, the chances of you being a successful rapper is very very small like who are you to tell me what you know like what my percentage is of like becoming a successful rapper like don't tell me i can't do something that's just the most annoying thing to me i i hate that like i don't like being boxed in i don't like being told i can't do something now that makes you just want to you know want to go make you go harder yeah it's just gonna make me go harder like make me prove to you that i can do whatever you say i can do you know what i'm saying it's simple as that I'm finding balance within myself. Another thing that you tweeted. What do you mean by that? Finding balance, man. It's just like finding peace. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to get upset easily. You know, I would let little things bother me and just like, you know, let people get the best of my emotions. And it's just like at this point, it's just it's more so about just like positivity and just finding like that balance, you know, just balancing yourself out so you know you're not you're not too far left you're not too far right you're just fine that's super important to me i've been on that quest you know what i'm saying i've gotten much better and i'm still working i'm still working on myself and like i said you'll hear it through the music mm-hmm. you know? and this growth where where does it come from would you say is it coming from because you're an artist or is it coming from because hey i my relationships are being affected or whatever my growth comes from experiences the more things that i go through it's just like I learn from it and I grow from it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's why I'm not I'm not afraid of of going through things and I'm not afraid of talking about it because that stuff helps, you know what I'm saying? That helps you become a better person. It helps you grow. What is your definition of greatness? Being, being the best you that you can be. Um, no limitations, conquering fear. You know, those, those things are my definition of greatness because if you take away those limitations then the sky's the limit, right? You can you can do whatever that, you can do whatever you want to do with those limitations off you. So I feel like just the highest form of yourself, you know, is is what greatness is. I don't think greatness is is um anything material. It's not materialistic things. It's more so like internal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you mentioned the song Hold On. It's also one of my favorites. I was you know, uh, mm-hmm. I think I have phases when I keep listening to it again and again. Um, and, and and tell the people what that song is about. 
And then I also want to know, like, what are you holding on to? Well, hold on is um, what it's about. I don't want to really. I feel like it holds a lot of meanings. Okay. Hold on. Like you people have got different meanings from hold on. And, you know, I don't want to really ruin it. You don't want to define it. Yeah, I don't want to like say this is exactly what it means. I feel like just connect with it. Like if you connect with it, you'll know what it means. What am I holding on to? And I want to give people like, I think there is a basic premise though, like don't kind of lose yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, you know, don't, you know. You got to have, like there's certain things like maybe a foundation or integrity or whatever it is, but like don't lose yourself. Yeah, don't don't lose yourself, man. Like no matter what's going on in life or whatever you're you're, you're facing, you just got to, you know, there's always something that you got to hold on to. You know what I'm saying? Faith. You know what I'm saying? Um, the people around you, you know, it's just like, that's what I mean by holding on, you know, because when you let go, you lose yourself. So, mm-hmm. but and what are you like? What are the things that you are holding on to? Holding on to a lot of things, but you know, I'm holding on to faith, man. You know, faith in, in myself and, you know, faith in a, high, a higher power. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, faith is sometimes all we got. You know, um, without faith, what are we? Because there's so many things that you can't control, you don't control. Like, it's out of your hands. Exactly. And, you know, faith is not just, like, a religious thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's strip religion, you know what I'm saying? Whether, you know, you're Christian, Muslim, whatever you are. At the end of the day, there's just, you know, one thing we all have in common is faith. Faith in something. You know what I'm saying? And, and, And... that's super important. You know, never let somebody strip your faith from you, no matter what it is. You know, and there's a lot going on in this world, you know, as as we can see, you know, and it's, it's you can easily lose your faith. You know, you can e- easily get that stripped away from you, but I feel like, you know, you just got to you just got to hold on to it. You can't let the world rob you of that. Exactly. What's there what's the point of living then, right? Exactly. Okay. And I guess uh yeah, with your music and your music career, you must have like a lot of faith, like because the best that you could do is make good music, put it out there, and then like there's a lot of things that you don't control, right? Like there's a lot of things that you're just putting up up there. Yeah, you yeah. know, and you know, having faith in this music stuff, you know, is not easy. You know, I've there's been times where I've I've questioned music and I've questioned myself and question is this the path I should be going on you know all that that really happens but at the end of the day you know what I'm saying like there's a bigger picture you know what I'm saying it's deeper than rap it's deeper than music you know what I'm saying so I can't let you know critics or like people that don't really know me you know what I'm saying or the world strip my faith from me you know what I'm saying I just gotta I just gotta keep it going you know oceans you know, I got to do a little quick plug, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, you know, and that's why that song, um, Oceans is super important to me as well. You know, so I feel like it's an important song. I've been patient for this my whole life. Lately, things change and some things just ain't right. I'm trying to wrap my wrongs every day. Yeah. Tell me I've been stuck in my ways. Yeah. If this the last chance that I take, yeah. 
something. Fuck it, I'm about to raise the stakes. I'm trying to be something. My story in the making, I'm trying to leave something. No, my son can't be hungry, you know he needs something. Fuck them all if they hate me, they about to see something. So you've said like you've acted before or whatever. Um, what's the most important to you? Like you doing music for the rest of your life or you being in something creative? Me being in something creative. Yeah. Because I'm a creative person, you know. Um, since a kid, I've been, you know, I would do art. I would draw. I create cartoons I do. I do a lot of creative stuff. Um, I, used, <laughs> I wanted like I. I started my own like clothing line when I was younger. It's pretty stupid, but um, you know, and, and that's what I mean. Like my mom has been super supportive. Like she, literally, I would make this like design and she'd bring it and we'd get it like pressed on a t-shirt and I'd be able to wear my own shirt. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, it, it was just super important to me because my mom didn't limit me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could have easily just said, like, what are you doing? Do your homework. You know, don't do that. But she brought me and she, you know, got these shirts pressed. And I was able to say, like, hey, this is a shirt I designed. You know what I'm saying? And when I wanted to rap, she got me the tape deck with the microphone. And I was able to record my songs and play it back and listen to it and be like, yo, this is a song I recorded. So I was never limited you know, as a child, you know, I grew up and, you know, I was able to always be creative and have creative outlets, you know, which brings me to where I'm at today where, you know, I can, you know, make music and, and feel like I can do whatever the, the hell I want to do because there's no limits, you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, man. Um, That's a great story. It, I, <laughs> I really appreciate it because I can feel like I was there when your mama... Yeah. pressing those t-shirts and the 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 confidence and confidence the exactly. self-esteem boost you must have felt from, from exactly being able to do that exactly. um, hey, shout out to my dad though you know i don't want to make it seem like it was just my mom doing everything my dad's been super dope and super you know helpful and he's backed me too you know i don't want to be you know take away all the shine you know yeah. from my dad so you know my dad's been super dope and it's been a part of my life so shout out to my dad any more shout outs while you're already on the shout outs um the, the people shout out arian yeah. knight arian knight's been super you know super important to what i'm doing you know dope producer half the stuff you're hearing on the project you know comes from him and me so artists if you're looking for beats hit up arian knight at a r i o n k n i g h t, super dope, and you know, shout out Frank Castle, man, my manager. Um, you know, he's been super dope, plugging me, you know, keeping me going whenever I wanted to stop, you know. So, you know, shout out to them, and you know, shout out to the family, shout out to everybody, man. I'm plugging right now. You're plugging. I'm plugging like crazy right now, but. Uh, and I guess uh, one of the last questions that I have for you, uh, Cavalli, is what inspires you? What has been inspiring you? What inspires you? My son inspires me. Your? My son. Okay, I didn't know you had a son. Yeah, I have a yeah. son. My son inspires me. Um, Toronto inspires me. The city. Um, life inspires me. Family. You know what I'm saying? All these things. All these things inspire me. I draw inspiration from anywhere, from any and everywhere. So, you know, 
just to name a few. I don't want to go on for too long about what inspires me. Any last words to the people out there who are listening to this podcast, Scott Cavalli? Be yourself. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Don't let nobody box you in. Do whatever the hell you feel like you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, new music coming soon, you know. More I, new I, music coming soon. Of course. Of course. Um, um, you know, this project, I want to say Carpe Diem was more of a personal project. You know okay. What I'm saying? Just to get a little, you know, some things off my chest. So, you know, the next time around, I'm I'm going to loosen up a little bit, have a little bit more fun with it, you know. Obviously, I'm going to still get personal and whatnot, but, you know, I'm going to have a little bit more fun. But, you know, new music. New music is definitely coming in, in the top of 2017. In the meantime, they could check out? They could check out my website, cavalli.co, not cavalli.com.co, K-A-V-A-L-E.co. You can also find me on social media. You know, all my handles are the same. So Cavalli Official, K-A-V-A-L-E. I'm pretty sure we all know how to spell official. <laughs> so Cavalli Official. And um, yeah, you'll find me. And, you know, listen to the music. If you got feedback, let me know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Hollywood. I don't try to act Hollywood. You know, I interact with people. So if you got feedback for me, let me know. We could chop it up and talk about it. Cavalli and the Come Up Show yeah. podcast. Thank you for coming through a second time around. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Cavalli. He was honest with us about his anxiety, his hopes, and what he hopes to accomplish. I'd like to know what you connected with in the interview. Reach out to me at The Come Up Show on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And we'll catch you next Wednesday on The Come Up Show podcast. Peace.